Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Journey of Oz. This is episode nine, and as most of you know, episode eight or didn't know got destroyed, and I guess production was messing around with it yesterday, and uh, things didn't happen the way I thought they were going to happen, and I absolutely deleted like an hour and 15 minutes of uh, audio. So that happened. But on a brighter note, I do have uh, some awesome things I, I want to talk about that, I don't know, I guess they clicked in my head. Just moments, things, growing up where I grew up and uh, awesome things coming up. So on the first uh, the first segment of the show, <clears throat> since I don't have anybody on, just talk about uh, my personal experience with Halloween. Um, we didn't really celebrate too often often like actually go do the trick-or-treating thing we didn't do a lot of that i wasn't really big on candy my parents kind of curbed that so not the giant candy guy that uh a lot of people tend to tend to be whatever when they're kids wasn't big on it but i got all my teeth no cavities so i'm doing well (laughs) but yeah happy halloween what's up jack uh once again i am uh on Facebook Live, so you'll hear me talking to what it seems to be nobody. But yeah, uh, <clears throat> it really is what it is. Uh, I, I really, uh, what, I, what I mean by that is, I guess, being ruined <laughs> if I, in the in the early sense of like, you know, not really liking Halloween and I'm married to a holiday freak. Like, if, if it can be celebrated, she's all about it. So they're doing that, that thing. I'm getting ready for work after this. But uh, yeah, I really, I really do like it. I think it's uh, it's cool if you must. I wasn't a fan of it before. Kids are into it, so I guess I'm into it. So it's uh, it is what it is. I went as Goose with my boy Contreras. He went as Maverick from Top Gun. If you haven't seen that movie, highly suggest you go check it out. Uh, it's awesome. It is what it is for the '80s. I think if you haven't seen it. You're missing out on, on on something part of your life. You need to you need to see that. And it's also a movie with Val Kilmer. Fun fact, as Ice Man. What's going on, Mike? What's going on, Skyler? Well, Matt, what's going on? Yeah, like I said before, uh, if anybody does want to call in, though, the number is eight zero three two nine five nine two six nine. It's in the description of this lovely live video just hop on in and uh tell me what's up or what do you want to want to talk about i really no care in the world we could just we just chat it up but what i do know is uh a couple developments on my side of things one of which is <laughs> the lions are losing their mind they they traded uh my boy gold tape for a third round draft pick to the eagles For the people in the back, the Detroit Lions (laughs) traded Golden Tate. They're pretty much number one target in the clutch. They traded him for a third-round draft pick to the Eagles. And I I just – it seems like almost every Detroit team is just, like, dismantling. I don't know if they're planning to move to another city or what, but it's – they're terrible. I mean, I know we've been bad in the past, but – this is what the hell. <laughs> and uh yeah. 
and most people will notice I I didn't I didn't dress up for for this one strictly because I mean I I literally went when what I'm wearing right now picked up my kids from daycare and uh, came back and I literally have about hour and forty five minutes before I'm getting into my uniform so I'm not dressing up I did my dress up this last weekend uh, which I never do uh, so it was fun doing that and. Celebrating on my own, I thought that was pretty pretty neat. I got really into it, and I I, I got this the spirit, but uh, it is what it is. I tried to get to get back on into our neighborhood, and it was absolutely insane. There's so many people out, so many cars, so many children. Like I I'm doing like ten below the actual posted speed limit, like creeping, just trying to get through the neighborhood. It was pretty intense. So with that being said. We ended up doing like a family dinner because it was impossible to get back to our house uh, through the gate and everything. It was backed up. So I was like, you know what? We're going to the roadhouse. We did that. That was good. A lot of fun. Good food, good eats, and just relax for a little bit and then try to come back through. And once everything calmed down, most of the trick-or-treating is winding down around here because uh, we're in the middle of nowhere. And also, it's the, it's weekday. It's weeknight. So children and people have to go to school tomorrow and work and everything else. So... No, no mayhem. Too late into the day, I don't think. Hopefully, hopefully not. I don't have to hurt nobody. But uh, I know, growing up in the city of Detroit, where I where I grew up, uh, man, there was a lot of chicanery, <laughs> to say the least, that would happen the night before. And it was actually called Devil's Night. I don't know who started that. The, maybe the residents, I think. But Devil's Night was just pretty much like you want to. Murdered up some people and do some crazy shit. Let's do it now. You want to destroy some property? Let's do it now. Like, so, uh, there's always, like, crazy amount of fires. People, like, lighting shit on fire to distract the police from the certain areas and doing all types of crazy stuff. But that's just, uh, that's kind of how that, uh, I guess they got rid of it. They did, like, an angel's night and, like, a community night or whatever the night before in the city. And eventually, it got, uh, it got handled. And yeah, that, that that's another thing. Like, like um, my buddy here, Skylar Keller, she was talking about uh, you know the, the rain and everything. You know, it didn't matter with the weather. When we were kids, you just you had to suck it up. If you're gonna go do that, look, you got your costume on. Some people's parents made them wear a coat over it. Some people didn't. Like, you want to be cold? Fine. You're gonna get sick anyway. Do it. Go for the gold. Uh, <laughs> that. That in itself is is just a difference between the way children are being raised then and now. I mean, it doesn't get much, much better than than back in the day. But I am biased. I am biased. I survived. I survived the whole no car seat thing. I survived partial like no seatbelt thing. Uh, I survived not getting vaccinated like twenty four seven. I lived just fine. Uh, so there's a lot that went down that I, that I think I survived. I'm, I'm pretty sure the 70s babies, late 70s babies, and the extremely early 80s babies, like 80 and 81, can also attest for the, for the same thing. I'm an 85 baby, so we made it. We made it. We didn't, we didn't die. Um, so I think some of it is just, yeah, it's, it's, people are just accepting the softness of society and going with it, but whatever. Another thing I wanted to address is, and I know a lot of people haven't uh, 
I guess it's a more personal thing, but <clears throat> I'm just going to put it out there. Especially, and I think this goes for, I think this goes for just not at, you know, jujitsu academies, but life in general, or any class you're taking, any type of training you're doing, boxing, martial arts, especially martial arts. If you're paying to go to a class and there's an individual that shows up there, or this could be you, you don't, maybe you don't know. And you go to take said class and you're a student and you're, you're paired up or there's somebody else in class and they're just distracted in the class. Basically, they're talking. They're telling you that your technique's wrong. Or they're telling you that, hey, this is the way you should be doing it. And at the same time, they're drowning out the instruction you're trying to get. It could be time for intervention. Like, I, I literally, I'm at the point where, I'm like, I'm going to say something. Because there's been some people that, you know, they've come and gone since I've been training jiu-jitsu, and I see them come through, and they, they don't have, they lack the discipline and respect to just listen. You're, like, we're not talking children. Even, look, I'm working with children now, and, and I've, I feel like some of them are well, more behaved and listen better than adults in classes. It's not rocket science. If you don't understand something, then by all means, ask the questions. If it's in-depth, ask them after class. Or when there's a free moment, a break in the class. But to sit there and just drown out stuff and act like you know everything, then why are you even paying to come to class? You paying to be a hindrance to everybody else? That's fine. You're also going to find yourself probably in a, in a hard, tough way with a lot of people there. You're going to feel singled out. But that's <laughs> you, do, you do this to yourself. And I, I just noticed this last week, you know, like, some people just don't get it. And it's always going to be like that in life. There's always got to be that one person, that one guy or gal who just wants to continue to just do what they want to do when they want to do it and not get with the program. The program here or there when you're trying to learn something, and I feel like nobody's ever told these individuals these, this type of stuff like, hey, like, shut up in color. Yeah, you're paying for the class, but you're not the professor. We're here for them. We're here to get knowledge from them. If you know everything, then why the hell are you here? That's just my two cents. I had to get that off my chest and put it out there. And so everybody just, hey, look. If anybody knows of any soft way or kind way of talking to someone and being like, pulling them aside and be like, look, man, I would appreciate it if you didn't do this, this, and that. Because this is highly stressful. I mean, I ended up like getting maybe one or two rounds in, and I left. I was like, I don't even want to be around this nonsense right now. Because it's getting me out of character. It's annoying when somebody does that. And maybe that's something I have to improve on to just let it roll off my shoulders. But I also feel like I'm paying for the experience and it shouldn't get to that point. Nobody's checked this individual that's in charge. And I, you got to know this is an issue. Especially if you're, you know, you've been working there or instructing there for years. And this individual's been there for years. And it showed like zero progression aside from just annoy the hell out of everybody. And be rude and interrupt class and overwhelm new students. It's intense. I just don't, I don't understand. Like to, <laughs> anyway, all I know is that in the future, if you see that person, help them out. Pull them aside, like, hey, look, dude, or do that. Happens too. I'm paying for this class, just like everybody else here. Could you just respect the class? Disrespect the class and keep it shut down until later.
I'm not telling you don't have questions. I'm not telling you to speak. Don't be a mute. But what I am asking is if you could just please be like politely hold any of what you think I should be doing till later because you're not in charge of this class. You're not teaching it. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, but um, other than that, I, I do think... Uh, I do think that like those type of people need, they need to make, maybe not the old school way of like you know what I'm not, I don't like you I'm just gonna thrash you for the next fifteen minutes unnecessarily, but sometimes people gotta learn their lessons and obviously they they don't learn them from talking, but it is what it is. Um, outside of that, what else do I have going on? <clears throat> Got the trip coming up. That's gonna be plenty of fun. Gonna get some golf in. Hopefully some sunshine. Last time I went, it rained quite a bit, but uh, it should probably, probably be like 65, 70 degrees during the day, hopefully. Warm enough to get some good rounds of golf in. Um, also, I got the, the Georgia-Auburn game, getting the tailgate in, going to the game, going to Sanford, going to be between the hedges. That's going to be plenty of fun. Uh, and then other than that, like, uh, we're gearing up for the winter here in Jersey, so <laughs> I'll shout out to all my flight line people. If you're... If you're working the flight line, stay warm, stay dry. Work at the speed of safe, obviously. Nobody needs to tell you that. Uh, and just have, you know, the proper tech data in front of you. Make sure you're getting things knocked out. I mean, I think that's probably the most important thing you can do, especially when the weather gets crappy around here, is uh, move at the speed of safe. Make sure you're using proper tech data and don't try to overexert yourself. Do what you can do. I mean, obviously, I know there's a mission ahead of you, but don't don't run yourself in the ground. I think that's, honestly, that's good advice for anybody working anywhere. I mean, like, you want to move at a, at a good enough pace, but not risk your safety or anything else going terrible. Oh, yeah. Not, not on the top ten things that I'd love to do, flight line in the winter, but it exists. Hopefully, I'll be... Uh, making a trip to warmer places, <laughs> warmer places uh, in uh, in February and being, uh, being Audi 5000 for a little while. That's going to be a challenge, especially keeping this up. But I have a feeling I'll be able to take some equipment with me and make some things happen that uh, I'll be practicing actually on the road here soon and getting that together. So that'll be interesting to get that going so that I don't have to take a hiatus from everything. Um, maybe I'll have somebody on this side actually do all my uploading and send them my audio files to keep things going while I'm gone. That's something I didn't think about. But uh, with a little bit of adversity uh, will come a lot of learning, so I'll figure that out just like everything else and uh, make that happen. Man, I'm trying to think of what else... What else I'm interested in or what else do I have going on this weekend? Oh, yeah, like I said before, on the episode that didn't make it online, they got deleted. That is on the, the Journey of Oz Facebook page. Uh, <clears throat> I've got the fights coming up. Another one that I really wanted to see is going to be uh, Adesanya versus Brunson. So uh, the Stylebender versus Derek Brunson, that's going to be a good one. Man, do they not like each other. It's going to be great. I mean... Outside of just, uh, you know, the crap talking and the general disdain for one another, I do think they're both really good fighters. So I, I think it's going to be a hell of a scrap. 
I think they're really going to get, they're going to go in. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they get that done and knocked out and, uh, we get a show because they're going to be Madison Square Garden. I actually come contemplated going because I'm only like one hour and some change away from there. But, uh, I got other things going on. I've got the Michigan Penn State game. <clears throat> so I'll be watching that. That's going to be a good one. I think Michigan's going to take that with probably, I think, at least two-possession game. It's going to be close during to up to the fourth quarter, then they'll bust out. The run game's going to be predominant. Shea Patterson will open it up with Jonathan Peoples-Jones, and I believe Tariq Black is making a comeback. We'll see. I know he got on for on the field for a couple plays a uh, weekend before last. So that should be uh, something to see. They're both healthy and, uh, and, and moving. That's going to be great. I don't know if... From what I know, I don't believe Rashawn Gary is going to be playing. Uh, he's got some kind of shoulder injury. They really haven't said wh- what exactly it is, if it requires surgery or anything along those lines. But I do know that he he and the team, I mean, obviously the team is more important than one player, getting back on the field and that he was injured and didn't want to return and be a liability. Taking up a roster slot, especially for road games and, and – home games too when somebody else can be there that's 100 percent except you know instead of having somebody that's playing that's at like 30 or 40 percent a shell of themselves just out there to try to prove a point that's it's ridiculous and I, I i back him totally i know some michigan fans are like oh he's just milking it he's gonna p- pick up you know do a drill Dr- peppers or he's gonna do like a a bosa and not uh, from ohio state and end his career no the, the kid's got his head on his shoulders correctly he obviously wants to finish his degree uh, he's a hell of a, he's an exceptional football player. So with that being said, I mean, I can see why people are like, well, you know, football comes first. Nope, not not Mr. Gary. He's taking care of business. So I, I've got his back, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people do. So if you're listening, probably not. Oz from the, uh, the Journey of Oz podcast has got your back, brother. We're riding with you. Hopefully... Things turn out for the better. You at least make it back by bowl season and get get a chance to get back on the field and show people what you can do. Uh, it, it hasn't changed. You're a monster, bro. You're you're a beast of a player. You got a motor. You are from the Garden State, and uh, just like the last great player that came out of University of Michigan, Jabril Pepper is also from Jersey. So they're doing their thing out here. They're they're producing some really solid football players. Too bad none of them want to play for Rutgers. <laughs> that, that is what it is. Uh, just going to plug that in there. If anybody want to give, give me a call, you want to chat it up, have any questions, you can call or text 803-295-9269, and uh, I will field those questions. But uh, moving on, we've covered a bit of my background with Halloween. We've covered, obviously, the Lions trading Golden Tate, Michigan football, my little gym spiel. Uh, and I, I really do think that being, it's the rudimentary thing of just being kind, being respectful. Just like, just general, don't be rude. That's all I really ask. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. It's just the simple things in life. And I think a lot of it, and some people may just disagree with this, but a lot of it, it comes from the social norm where you are living, where you were raised, how you were raised, what household you were in, 
if you are even in a household, like all those things mold who you are as a person. And I think a lot of people in this area, I mean, my first week here was like, why am I here? I don't belong here. You can't even drive without something like extremely like just ridiculous happening. Like I got cussed out on base because I'll let somebody go through an intersection because I wasn't sure where I was going. So I put my flashes on to let them go. As they're rolling through the intersection, I get cussed out and flicked off by somebody in uniform on base. So I'm like, all right, welcome to Jersey. That's just how they are here. It sucks. I don't like it. I, I'm more of like the best place I ever live as far as just like courteous. I never really had anything like crazy happen. Columbia, South Carolina. Same with Georgia. You don't really get too, you know, too crazy with it, you know. Somebody might honk their horn at you if you if you're just being ridiculous, they may give you a little beep beep, you know. Hey, wake the hell up. We're driving here, buddy. But man, you get going someplace here and you don't know where you're going and you're like taking too long at a light, they're laying on the horn. You might get cussed out. Just saying. But it is what it is. Once again, you can't control what's going on in the places where you're living. It's just the culture there. You got to learn how to deal with it. Uh, so I am, once again, an aggressive driver. <laughs> I feel like you have to be if you're living in the Northeast or a major city in the Northeast. You're going to have to be an aggressive driver. If you're not, you're not going to make it. It's as simple as that. You're going to get ran off the road. Speaking of getting ran off the road, last night I hit myself a trash panda the size of a small dog. Actually, bigger than a small dog. It's probably the size of a medium-sized dog. Hit it, in the, hit it in the bins. Dented the ever-loving crap out of my license plate. Like, bent it. Pretty good. No damage to the actual vehicle. But my license plate, I'm pretty sure the, the, the holder on the front of the vehicle is cracked in the center. And the license plate is dented inward. So I saw it coming across because this is a one-laner. So one lane coming my way and I'm in the other lane going the other way. Middle of the night, leaving the gym, going back home. Or going to work, I should say, at this point. I have a car behind me. I'm doing the speed limit. He's on my ass. So I can't, like, slam him in the brakes. I see this thing hop out. Like, I must have been at this point probably like 100 feet, which isn't much when you're going, like, 45 miles an hour. It jumps out, does like a little hesitation, kind of, like I'm going to turn back around and bust back to the left. Doesn't do that. Stops at the center line. And at that point, I'm like, oh, it's coming. I start to brake responsibly. So to slam on my brakes, I have an individual that's driving a vehicle behind me. And it just commits suicide, like jumps in front of the vehicle. I feel the thud. I can hear it tumble underneath the, the undercarriage of the, of the car. So I get out. I'm like, dude, how much damage have I just done to my vehicle? I get out, put the flashes on, take a look at it. There's no blood, okay? There's no fur. Just that dent in the license plate, dead center. Like the perfect timing to actually not damage my car. It was crazy. I had to call somebody. <laughs> like, you won't believe what just happened. I just... What I'm assuming is aided, like Kevorkian style, in the 
suicide of a fucking raccoon. It was crazy. I, like, I don't understand how that even, like, how I just timed that perfectly just to dead center. I looked behind. There was no, no body in the road and no blood. So I'm assuming it lived for a short time because that was a nice-sized vehicle that just wrecked him. Like, <laughs> just destroyed him. But, uh, yeah, there's, like, a plethora of, like, I think around here, a lot of raccoons in the road, just dead. And then, like, every two miles, there's a deer just demolished. I don't, I don't know if the season hasn't started yet or has started and they're not giving out permits for this area to, for people to, to thin the herd. But they are intense, the deer around here. Like, I don't understand like, I grew up in Michigan, and you see the, a lot of deer all the time. This is, like, it's thick out here. Like, crazy. Like, New Egypt, Town area. Yo, come get these deer. Like, hunters. All, if there's land, come nail these suckers, because they're on base like that. It's crazy. Uh, from, from, from my uh, viewer on Twitch, Goon Stunts, Georgia or Michigan... I can't pick one or the other. If they, I mean, if they had to play, I'd, I'd roll with Michigan. They had to play one another. I've been a Michigan fan since the beginning. Uh, this Georgia development in my life is not because they're playing well, because I remember when they weren't. Uh, it's strictly a family thing. I got family in Athens. I got family in the, the greater Atlanta area. Uh, and now my parents who just joined them. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh I'm rocking with Georgia. I wish them the best. I'm going to be going to the game here in like two weeks. Not this weekend, but the weekend after the Auburn-Georgia game. I'll be in Athens. If anybody wants to get an interview, what's up? I'm doing it. We're going we're gonna to get it going. Um, other than that, uh, it's kind of hard to pick. I mean, I'm rocking with both of them. Like, Hopefully, they don't have to play one another. If they do, just go blue all day. If they don't, Sick them dogs. Go dogs. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, that'll be a tough one, man. That will definitely be cousins divided in a house someplace watching that bowl game because, wow, that's, that'd, be, that'd be a great one, I think. Uh, as far as, uh, yeah, as far as this whole deer thing, though, man, like I got my buddy Acre here. He's telling me that out near him in Pennsylvania, uh, at least five plus dead on the side of the road just going home. That's like an hour ride, so that's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. I can't <laughs> like I can't believe that. But uh well actually I can believe that. Yeah, that's a nice little ride. But five five plus, man. I don't know, like that stupid thing that deer do, they like they give you the and they just stare at you, and then they honk the horn like, ah, and then they fucking run. Typically into your vehicle. That's just the way it is. <laughs> and that's, you know what, and then somebody just made a good point here on Twitch. They said the best way to hit a deer, speed up. True. True. You know what, I, I, I want to go deer hunting. I just don't know if I have the patience. I got to, I mean, I have to track those suckers down. Ugh, sit and wait for them. Cause I feel like I feel like having like putting out like a mound of like deer feed is like not fair. 
and like just sitting there. Like I, I'd, I'd want to track them, and and go through that whole thing. I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? You think sitting in a tree stand, wait for it to like get catch some feed, and just murdering its life is fair, or actually going after that sucker? That's a good point. I think bow hunting would be like a lot of fun. Actually, I think yeah. I'm, I'm all, you know, if anybody has an extra bow and wants to take me, I will gladly learn from you. We'll go nail some of these suckers and thin this herd because it's intense, man. Like, I've never, like, had a problem with deer like that until, like, recently. When you actually get your own vehicle, a nice vehicle, or start driving, you're, in a, you're adulting, you get property, things you need to take care of. The last thing you want is for a dumbass deer to plow into the side of your car when you're just trying to live life. And I'm all about tracking it. That's that's dope. I want to learn how to do that. So if anybody out there has the skills and knowledge and they want to come take me or I'll come to you and we'll go hunt some deer, I'm all about that. I'll, look, I'm, I think I'll be out of here, out of the country in February. And I will definitely take some leave, some time off, maybe like a week or so. Teach me the ways. I'm, I'm, I'm a quick learner. Let's do it. So, Goon Stunts 1 on uh, good old uh, Twitch here says, and this is his opinion or her opinion, I don't know. Anyone can pull the trigger on a defenseless animal. Level the playing field and get out in the mud with a bow. I'm all about that. I mean, I don't want to level it too. I don't want to level it too much. I'm trying to fight a deer with my bare hands, you know. <laughs> Roll up, pull up. I'm not trying to get hoofed in the face, but but at the same time, I do I do get what you're saying. That uh, that'd be dope. That I I definitely uh I'm definitely down with that. I think that's something I want to do in the near future. Matt, like, and my buddy Matt, I'm like I'm gonna put that question. I'm gonna ask him. Does he? Do you have a bow, or have you go gone bow hunting? Because I think that'd be dope as hell to do. Get out there in those Pennsylvania woods, nail some, nail some deer. And you know what? Also, deer meat, dude, delicious. Growing up, growing up in Michigan, we always had somebody, you know, in the neighborhood or somebody that we knew that would deer hunt. So they always hook us, hook us up with some good ass venison, sausage, or you know, actually like the bur- like burgers or just strap. And just prepare that. It's so good. I've had it, but I've never killed my own. I've known somebody who has like hunted it. So I guess is that as bad? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but then again, there's a lot of people who have never killed their own bird. They eat chicken. I you will be hard pressed to find anyone that's not in the hunting community that hasn't like killed that has actually killed their own food. That, that, uh, <clears throat> I think that's a huge issue. You got to understand, like, when you order, like, a 16-piece or whatever the hell, you should know what happened. 
what you had to do. You had to take the life of another living being in order to provide sustenance for yourself. So I am down with that. I'm all about that. Look, once in your life, go ahead and prepare your own food. Get your own bird, kill it, clean it, cook it up, enjoy. It's not as easy as it looks. Now, butchering is the easy part. Actually, making sure you clean it correctly, not messing up the meat. Uh, that could be the that could be the struggle if you've never done it before. I think getting over the whole like I have to murder this thing is a little bit uh, it can be daunting. But once once you've done like once whatever, it's a tad easier. And then you know exactly how it was kept, what kind of energy it was around before you're putting that in your body. It's not like crammed into a cage. This is something you went out and you you it lived its life, you know, in the wild. Or like if you raised it, you know how it was treated, what went into its body, what you fed it. Did it, it didn't die like, you know, in crazy amounts of fear or something crazy like that, you know. They didn't like hit it with a flamethrower and then like now you got this meat. Not to say that happens, but just saying to the extreme, something terrible didn't happen to it, you know. So, but I know I've got I've got viewers maybe out here that uh, are vegan, and I I totally get why. I totally get it. One day, I'll I'll try to make that jump again. I tried once. It lasted for about a month and a half. I need to get back on that train. But delicious meats are one of my vices. I love great steak. Chicken, eh, I could do it without it. I love fish. Any crustacean, I'm, I'm about that. Let's let's get it in. Uh, <laughs> crab, shrimp. Pretty much anything that swims in the sea, I will, I will eat you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm all about that. So we'll, we'll see... We'll see how that goes when I when I make that jump, what I'm going to do. I really got to get with somebody to figure out what I need to substitute to still get everything I need to get in my diet without, like, wanting to faint after, like, a week. Or if I once I push that threshold, because I was doing pretty well. But I think also, like, the way people shop and get out there, and, and you know, the way people shop, they get out there and what they're doing, I mean, like, I feel like it's uh, there's a lot to learn, and because I was behind the curve with that, and I didn't want to convert my entire household to that, it was hard because you're buying two different grocery, like two different lifestyles of groceries. You're trying to figure out how to supplement everything so that you're not wanting to die after one week of doing this. But at the same time, you're 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 not spending a metric ton of money. You're spending an acceptable amount of money to feed yourself. <laughs> like, it's it's gonna be crazy. I mean, and it and it was for me, and eventually I, I caved and succumbed to. What was it a pulled pork sandwich after a month and a half of not eating any meat? That was crazy, but it was a good ass pulled pork sandwich, man. Uh. So Matt says, it's definitely leaner and healthier to eat 
but always the concern is disease if it had if it had it not oh okay if it had it or not from the wild game yeah i think that is that is definitely a concern uh that's a risk but you look at our, look at our forefathers a lot of them also died cuz they didn't have <laughs> they didn't have any they didn't have any uh antibodies or anything like that if you ate some bad meat in like 1830 something goodbye I mean, people didn't survive chicken pox so get a bad piece of meat this is a wrap bro you're going down but at the same time like I said they survived for, they didn't go extinct but I also think like looking at looking at the meat and I don't really know much about especially like hunting deer don't know much about it but I will say this uh, there's got to be some kind of way to at least like look for externally like this is a bad one. This thing was froth at the mouth when you hit it, you know. Probably shouldn't eat it. I don't know. That's something that maybe if somebody has some more knowledge, any deer hunters out there that can uh church church us up real quick on uh how that goes. How can you tell if there's any way you can tell before you're eating the meat if it's if it's gonna be bad for you? Goon Stunts uh has a fun fact for us. On Twitch, he said he or she says I never got it if it's a he or she, but they're saying, or non-gender specific, whatever. Uh, they're saying in Taiwan you can pay to shoot a cow with a rocket launcher. Random fact of the day. I feel like I saw that on like a Netflix special. Somewhere. I'm not sure. This one's snoring. Come here. You gonna come here? Oh, don't you do that. Come here. Oi. Come here, mate. All right. Oh, grumbles. You want to grumble for him? Oh, yeah, I know. But, yeah. So, <laughs> like he was, uh, like he was saying, yeah, there's, there's some show out there, and it was like, dude, you can pretty much, like, do whatever in like certain parts of the world like for the American dollar which is kind of nuts like why would you shoot a cow with a rocket launcher so, so you can't even like fight back at all you just get decimated but yeah uh, the other question that was put out there uh, I think it was on the last podcast that I did that I had the unfortunate uh the unfortunate uh, pleasure of deleting all of my data and not backing it like I should have, backing it up to like the cloud or something first uh, was when am I going to do my next crab or crawfish boil? And I'm thinking about doing a crab boil uh, soon. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking if we're, we're more than likely are actually going to be here for Thanksgiving. I'm not going to be able to do the whole family thing. At least I'm not going to be able to do the whole family thing back home uh so once that happens or whatever uh we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna figure out exactly what we're gonna do for thanksgiving and i think might be doing that maybe after or during that week i know there's gonna be people that aren't gonna be able to go home because if, if you don't know i'm actually active duty military so oftentimes when airmen first get get into uh 
to their first base. They don't have the money or the funds or the resources to actually go home. So when that happens, we, uh, we and I say we as NCOs and, and other airmen in the community, if they, if they can afford to if they can afford to help help people out and you know get them a meal so they're not sitting alone on thanks you know Thanksgiving, uh, I'd rather have them not in the chow hall if I can make that happen. Yeah, so I'm definitely gonna be reaching out to people and, and seeing who's not going home and uh, getting them getting them over to over to house de Oz or maybe doing it at somebody else's place and linking up and making sure they're taken care of. Because, I mean, that should be a day where you should be able to watch some football. You know, this is the way I was. We watch football, watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade, Macy's Day Parade, whatever whatever parades there are for Thanksgiving. You know, watch football, get some drinking done, play some spades. And oddly enough, tradition, at least for us, is uh, Thanksgiving. is between me and my brothers and our families and cousins. We like to watch uh, Coming to America. That's one movie. And then... What's the other one we typically watch? It's like the five heartbeats. Uh, and pretty much recite like everything. We recite pretty much all the lines and just play around, play some spades, talk noise. That's what we do. But uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's something I definitely want to do. But uh, yeah, so so, <clears throat> and definitely like yeah. If anybody really does want to really does want to come out for that, I'll uh, let you know. We'll try to make it on a weekend, so that way people that do you know do have a busy schedule like myself can have the opportunity to try to make it out, and uh, and that'd be dope. That'd be dope to come do for sure. As you can see, if you're watching me on Facebook, looks like uh, Budo here is getting a little uh get a little antsy i think you may have to go out here in a second so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up and it was a pleasure uh chatting with everyone and catching up i'd like to give a big shout out to the wolverines hopefully you guys go ahead and take take care of business and win out the rest of the season but we got a couple teams in the way left uh big big teams we got to take care of penn state next weekend and then Ohio State is the next big game after that. I mean, I'm sure they're going to take care of business, but uh just want to shout them out. And then also, all my Georgia fans that are out there, go dogs! And uh, I'll catch up with you this weekend, probably at halftime, and uh, do a quick little emergency podcast and uh, get the thoughts out there, talk trash. And probably, I'm thinking... Friday night, I'll do one and I'll have somebody on. So I'm going to lay low because on Saturday morning, we've got uh, the uh, grand opening at Gracie Baja North Princeton. And we'll we'll get that knocked out. And uh, no doubt, I know there's people I want to catch up with. Big shout out to Matthew Acri. I know you got back from some training or whatever in Texas. I'm going to catch up with you, buddy. It's been a minute since uh, we've got, we got a chance to hang, smoke some stoves, drink some whiskey. Uh, we'll definitely catch up with you and uh, hey you guys take it easy one love and thank you for tuning in for another podcast another episode with your boy you guys have a, a great evening even even better weekend if I, you don't listen in and 
Stay blessed. Later.